It's the bottom line. On News Radio 610, KONA. From the Tri Cities to Olympia to DC, we break down, break down the stories of the day and the people making the news. And that's the bottom line. Time to get the bottom line. Presented by McCary Meats in Basin City with your hosts, Rob Francis and Ed Dawson. If you think progressives in this country have some crazy ideas, hold my beer. And Idaho, sounding pretty good right about now. But first, give us your bottom line. It's your voice, your show. Call the LegendsCasino.com hotline, 509-547-1610. Welcome back to the bottom line. News Radio 610 K1A, hour number two. Rob Francis, Ed Dawson, hanging with you, 547-1610. You want to get involved via email, 610K1A.com. You can shoot us uh, and email from there. And right underneath of that, Bottom Line Podcast. If you missed anything on the program, you can go back and check it out at a later time now that we are podcasting on 610k1a.com and a number of different platforms as well now, so you can find our podcast in a couple different spots. But before we move on, one more thing I want to mention about the budget that Democrats, Democrats proposed. It's very similar to Obamacare in the fact that it's 700 pages, although Obamacare was 1,500. And, um, by the way, it was going to hearings already, which means no public comment available. So how do you like that, people? Your tax dollars are going to get raised exponentially, and you're not even going to have a chance to say anything about it. That's your government working for you right there. Aren't you happy? Not that, not that, well, I don't want to, I don't want to poo-poo the whole system of, you know, representative government, but in this case, I, you could, you could scream at the top of your lungs that this is the wrong way to go, and the Dems are still going to vote for it. I understand that, but at least those comments would be on record. The public would have the ability to have it say. It would be part of the transcript. Yeah, no, I, I know. I'm and, not, I'm not yeah. advocating getting away from that concept, but in this case, they, they made it even more futile. Absolutely, they did. 547-1610, you want to get involved? We're going to shift gears. And uh, actually, the subject of our poll question today is what we're going to discuss right now. Who is going to benefit the most from the release of the Mueller report? At Bottom Line 610 on Twitter. That's our poll question for today at 610 KONA Radio. Pop on and uh, weigh in. Let us know what you think. Um, 22 months. It's over. Broke over the weekend. Robert Mueller submitted his report to Attorney General William Barr and the Department of Justice. And in what... A.G. Barr revealed in his summarization of the Mueller report was very simple. No evidence of collusion was found between President Trump, his campaign, and Russia. Now, he did say that Russia did attempt to Mm -hmm. influence our election on on two occasions. Two different times, yes. But there was nothing that Robert Mueller found. In 500 interviews, 22 lawyers, all the time and energy put in, in 22 months, did not find a single connection between the Trump campaign, the president himself, any member of his family, and Russia in attempting to influence the outcome of the election. Good. Yes. Good and... I, I everybody knows I'm not a huge fan of this president, but good, good for the people of this country, good for the United States of America, uh, good. I'm I'm glad the process ran its course. 
I'm glad that a conclusion was reached and that eh, not today, maybe not this week, but at some point we'll be able to move on from this. But let me just, I, I need to get this off my chest, Rob, right off the bat with this topic. This is, and and we heard it a little bit yesterday, but more so today when more and more people started chiming in. The president, rightfully so, was taking a victory lap. Okay, I get it. But all these people on the right that are calling for, you know, the, the Democrats and the others that were pushing for this agenda to be fired should be resigning and this, that, and the other. Okay, but take some of your own medicine, too. How many conservatives, how many Republicans out there wanted to, you know, were threatening against Robert Mueller? Didn't want him, you know, we, there's nothing there. We need to we need to just stop this nonsense and shut it down and and. uh you know, he he's good. He's just going to find something corrupt, you know, and and then, you know, the, the Dems will make a big deal about it. There were plenty of Republicans who didn't wait for the results, who had already made a preconceived notion that their president was going to get, you know, zapped and that they didn't like the process. And that these are a lot of the same people are now saying, yeah, see. Told you. Yeah, you wanted to shut it down because it didn't agree with your ideology. So before people get too high on their horse, I say this is good for the American people. It's good for the democratic process that that it went this way. I am beyond thrilled that Robert Mueller was called upon to do this investigation. He did the investigation. By all stretch of the imagination, he did it well. He did it thorough, despite those on the right who didn't think he had any business looking into anything. And they found some, and he didn't, he, he found some things, and there were some indictments with some peripheral players, but nothing directly linking the president and Russia and the election. Good. Now, Everybody can move on. Just breathe a little bit. Right. Yeah, everybody can move on. We wish. You know, <laughs> here, here's here's here are some of the things that I found interesting. Okay, last time we were in this situation was roughly 20 years ago with the Ken Starr investigation, yes. the Ken Starr report, okay? Of Clinton, yes. Yes, yeah, so we go back we go back 20 years and we look at the end result of the Starr report, okay? And the Starr report took everything that it investigated, it laid it out, and it came to a conclusion on everything. The Mueller report cannot say the same thing. As Alan Dershowitz put it so perfectly, it was wishy-washy when it came down to making the, the, the final determination. Well, could there have been, or maybe there couldn't have been, or whatever. instead of being what it was supposed to be, which is a conclusive report, you have this end piece of, of of the Mueller investigation that, to me, there's no other way you can argue it other than it is politically motivated. If there was no political motivation involved, you would not have a wishy-washy, open-ended element to what was supposed to be a definitive investigation. 
You don't go through 500 interviews. You don't go through 22 months. You don't go through all the lawyers. You don't go through all the time, all the subpoenas, everything that they've done, and come to a conclusion that says, eh, maybe, maybe not. Um, you know, we, we, we didn't find anything, but that doesn't mean there wasn't something. Well, then why'd you close the investigation? Because they couldn't. They couldn't press charges. They couldn't Look, prove anything. That's right. That's right. But, how, you know... Uh, and, there was no crime committed. Okay, okay. But but there's a difference, again, between what you can legally prove in court and through this investigative process and whether or not something nefarious. I'm not saying something nefarious didn't go on. But think... And I would invite any lawyer to to join the program, 547-1610, to maybe lay it better out better than me. But in a nutshell... He could not conclude that there was anything going on, i.e. he could not press charges against the president. That's why he wasn't indicted. It was much more conclusive with the people that he did indict. Was there something that was a little bit fishy? Maybe. But it didn't rise to the level of being able to charge anybody. Thus, no charges, nothing, quote unquote, illegal. Was there something a little bit weird? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, and another thing, I hope we get to see the whole thing. That, that would be nice. To That will hopefully close the door. But do you see what I'm saying? There's I, a difference between something, you know, wrongdoing and doing something illegal. But here's the, but here's, I see what you're saying, but here's the problem with, with how he laid it out. The two things that this investigation was supposed to uncover was if there was collusion between the Trump campaign, the president himself, and Russia, and if there was any obstruction of justice. Both of those things he came back on and said no. Correct. So where's the wishy-washy ending come in? Those were the two things that you were supposed to investigate, the two things you were supposed to come to a conclusion on. Maybe other things came up during the investigation that weren't a part of that scope. Then you don't end the investigation. And you follow the rest of those. No, you no, follow no, the no, rest no. of those points no, through you until you. This, the no, you don't. And here's why. Ending, do you but, really want? Do you really want a special counsel to just keep digging and digging and digging until they find something? No, that's not right. That's not what this is designed to do. This is they. They had a. You're absolutely right. He had a clear and precise job. You find collusion. You find tampering, interference with Russia in that election. Nothing came about it. Were there meetings between parties? Clearly there were. What was discussed? We don't know. But maybe something else that raises an eyebrow was discovered. I don't know. But it was it did, it wasn't germane to the thing you're saying. Just keep going. And, you know, if you find something illegal, go ahead and go out outside the scope of why you were hired until you find something so you can indict somebody. No, what I'm saying is, is if you still believe that there was something there that you needed to track down that was within the scope of your investigation, what you were charged to do, then you keep looking until you find that conclusion. But the two things that he was charged with doing, he came back with a conclusion. He left the door open to allow what we're hearing from Adam Schiff and Jerry Nadler is, well, you know, uh, he he may not have found this or this, but we still think there's something there. So we're going to keep wasting taxpayer money and we're going to keep diving into this. All this time and effort put in to find the two conclusions he was charged to. He comes back, finds no evidence of either, but yet leaves the door open to allow more investigations into something that he was supposed to come to a conclusion on. Let's release the documents. Let's let's let the public pour over them. That's you know, that's 
Let's just do it. What's what's the point of, of not doing it? Well, I'll tell you what. Barr already said that he may not do it because there's uh, too many uh, privileged points in there, presidential privilege. But this history, is history possibly going to repeat itself? We'll talk about that when we get back on the bottom line next. Now back to the bottom line on News Radio 610 KONA. Presented by McCary Meats in Basin City. It's your voice, your show. Call the LegendsCasino.com hotline, 509-547-1610. Brought to you in part by Perfection Tire for Tri-Cities locations to serve you. Back at the bottom line, he's Radio 610-KONA, 547-1610. You want to get involved also via email, 610-KONA.com. You know, we, we mentioned earlier, Ed, alluding to 20 years ago, alluding to the the kind of the parallels that we're seeing between this special investigation and the last special investigation that we had, which was the Star Report. Right. And we go back to to, you know, where it started with Whitewater and we go through everything else and we, we, we see that, you know, Bill Clinton had had lost a little bit of momentum. Republicans had retaken the House of Representatives in nineteen ninety four. Their, the promise to America, that whole that whole thing, and then the Star Report comes out, and they just continued to go and go and go and go, thinking they had Bill Clinton right where they wanted him, and now we're going to get him out of the White House. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to impeach a sitting president, and we're going to go down in history and be praised by all. Yep, for impeaching a sitting president. Well, you know, it, it was funny to learn during that whole process, and even during this process, that the country is not infatuated with impeaching a president. It's not something that the overwhelming of overwhelming majority of Americans finds to be a tasteful practice, because they find it to be more partisan than anything else. That's right. In fact, throughout much of the polling that took place over the last two years or so during the Mueller investigation... When when the when the questions were, do you support the president? And then of those who did not support the president, would you support him being impeached? It was not comparable. People, even people that don't agree with the president and maybe even don't like him on some level, not everybody was on board with going that extra step to impeach him. So, again... History repeating itself. The lawmakers know best, right? They know what the people want. Well, maybe not so much. You know, and and this is where we're at 20 years later. There is still, and and there are, and and this maybe this is as sad a statement as anything, there are plenty of members of the Democratic leadership that were there 20 years ago. Yeah. Pelosi, Hoyer, Feinstein, Schumer. They were all there 20 years ago. But there's also many who weren't. And there are. And that is the group that could potentially see history repeat itself. Democrats were over the moon with the gains that they made in the House in 2018. Over the moon. If they continue and they follow the same path that Republicans did in 95, the same thing that's going to happen in 2020... 1996 is going to repeat itself. They I, are going I, I to, think you're right. They are going to lose all those gains because those purple mm-hmm. districts mm-hmm. that they won 
in 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 the sentiment, the 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 anti-Trump sentiment, yeah. are going to swing back in the other direction because they just won't let the bone go. Yep, I I think you are spot on. I think that it's pretty short-sighted, especially from those like the Pelosi's and the Schumers who were there a long time and are going to let history repeat itself in the opposite fav- the opposite party. I find that sad but fascinating at the same oh, time. You absolutely. Know? <laughs> we, we, we have seen this new socialist wing of the Democratic Party mm-hmm. thumb their nose at leadership on yeah. more than one occasion. Well, they know what's best. And, and run- they have no clue what happened before. They have run the risk of the backlash. They have run the risk of, of all of those things that, you know, Nancy Pelosi is famous for being for running the Democratic Party. They have run the risk of all that stuff, and they don't care, which, again, brings the question up. Who are they in it for? What are they? What are they attempting to accomplish? Are they attempting to fundamentally change the United States of America into a socialist country? Are they there to work with those elected of the same party to try and advance a common goal and agenda? Are they there working for the people that elected them? I mean, we found out more stuff about Alexandria Ocasio Cortez over the course of the last six months that make you wonder how she even got elected in the first place with all the deception that she's played in her own district. True. You know, but let's look at these numbers again, okay? This is what Robert Mueller used in 22 months in his investigation. 40 FBI agents, 2,800 subpoenas, 500 witnesses interviewed, 500 search warrants, 230 communications records, 50 phone taps, 13 foreign government intel requests. The end result, no collusion, insufficient evidence of obstruction. Between the president, with the president specifically. Now, again, his campaign. True. But... It, it wasn't all for naught. You know, let's keep that in mind. If you want to say these people were scapegoats or, or whatever, the fact is that Mueller did have, what, 30-some-odd, uh, you know, uh, indictments. I almost said convictions. Indictments. Uh, granted, a, you know, a handful of them are Russian nationals who will probably— never— No, they will never be, stand trial. No, never they won't be, extradited. be put to justice. But, yeah. So— did did Mueller get the big fish? No, uh, but I don't think it was a complete waste of time. Look, the most significant thing that he got went back to stuff that happened in 2005. Mm-hmm. Okay, Paul Manafort, there was nothing that Paul Manafort was convicted of that had anything to do with his involvement in the Trump campaign. True. So that's your big fish. And there was no tie to collusion in any way, shape, or form. People thought that the Michael Cohen situation would lead to something bigger, but clearly it didn't. People thought Michael Flynn was going to lead to Trump's Trump's impeachment in two thousand and nine, two thousand and eighteen. But but having his personal attorney, I I think people thought that would lead to something, but nothing. By the way, anybody know what's happened to Michael Flynn? Oh yeah, he's way way old. Nothing he ever panned out from that. He's way old news. His yeah. sentencing's been well, changed like, like five times. That was like a year and a half ago. Yeah, that was the, that was that was the first dangler that never turned into anything.
is the bottom line. News Radio 610 KONA. Can't get in by phone? Give us your bottom line through email. Send your thoughts from the bottom lines page at 610KONA.com. Back to the bottom line. Presented by McCary Meats in Basin City on News Radio 610 KONA. Brought to you in part by Ben Franklin Transit, connecting our communities. Visit them at bft.org. Welcome back to the program. Robin Ed hanging with you. Bottom line is Monday afternoon, 547 If you want to get involved, a reminder that our poll question of the day, very simple one, who's going to benefit the most from the release of the Mueller report? Got a few options out there for you. Maybe not all that you've thought of, but a couple options out there to check out and see. Um, you know, who is going to benefit the most from the release of the Mueller report? And and I don't think, and here here's where this can backfire on the president. We we know he's got this, um, he has this tendency to to tweet a lot. Oh, I've heard that, yeah. yeah you, you may have heard rumors about that. There are times where it pays to be graceful in your victory instead of spiking it on the head of your opponent. And yeah. this, this is one of those cases where I think if the president and those around him are smart, it's going to be to allow the report to speak for itself. Yeah. You don't need to rub it in mm-hmm. because then those people that are kind of on the fence are going to wind up re-choosing the side they were previously on. And so if you want to bring about some goodwill out of this, if you want to bolster your base and reignite the reason why independence found you attractive in the first place, let the report speak for itself. You don't need to go bashing CNN. You don't need to go bashing anybody else. You don't need to bash Mueller. You don't need to just enjoy the victory. Tweet that you were right. And that's it. And let let the Democrats sit there and and ferment in sour and, grapes and stew, yeah, and stew, and let them make the mistakes and let them cost themselves uh, seats in twenty twenty. Let them cost themselves the election. Don't help them. He did about I don't know half a dozen, five, six, seven tweets, mostly yesterday. Uh, one or two this morning about it. Uh, but you got to think, you got to know that he also had uh, Benjamin Netanyahu to host yes. today, the Israeli prime minister. So he was kind of tied up uh, with that, you know, important <laughs> guest at the White House. I'm with you. You know, go ahead and celebrate. If I was him, I would celebrate. But don't don't go over the top. And and I I, I have a feeling he's going to just because that's his nature. He will not he will not let it go just like the Democrats won't let it go. Because think about it for roughly two years. That's all that people would talk about was, you know, how this president needs to be removed because of all the collusion and all the uh, the backroom dealings with Russia and this, that and the other thing. And now. Yeah, and and then on the other side, it was you know refuting that effort and and poking holes in it and and all this stuff. So now, 
it's almost like the two sides don't know what to do. It's like, you know, it's like an athlete that the, the seasons come to an end and it's like, okay, now what do you do? You know, uh, I, I hope again, I, I think this was, I, I think the process was fine. I'm fine with the, the results because I, I actually think that Robert Mueller did things, you know, just fine. He, he got a handful of indictments of some wrongdoing. He didn't find anything wrong with what the president and, and his campaign did. The president has every right to come out and say, yeah, see, I told you so. And, and you know, one of the tweets, this is a great day for America and all this stuff. OK, make America great again. OK, no collusion, no obstruction, complete and total exoneration. Keep America great. These are some of the tweets from yesterday. And that's fine. And and that's fine. But I just know as soon as he gets out on the road and starts holding these rallies again at places that really like him, it's going to start coming up. And, you know, that's when he goes off the cuff and and, you know, like it or hate it, that Trump is going to say something and, and not let it go. And it's I don't know, it may tick people off to just want him to leave it alone. I don't know. And, and 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 while it may, I, I think that there's also an understanding of you you're 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 right now after twenty two months sitting on top of the world, completely and totally vindicated of what has been going on. It has been fodder for twenty two months on on networks. Now it's done, it's over. Everything that's going to come after this is either going to be perceived as sour grapes or it's going to be perceived as unnecessary gloating. Lose the unnecessarily gloating. Let the sour grapes play out. Let that purse look on Adam Schiff's face become permanent as there's nothing he's going to be able to do. Let 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 the Midwest and other portions of the country... See the continued press that they're going to con- that they're going to try and put on, and waste taxpayer money on investigations that are absolutely one hundred percent totally not necessary, and are going to reveal absolutely nothing. Because here's one thing that's, that that people may not realize: Robert Mueller had a heck of a lot more access to information than many of your congressional committees do. Mm-hmm. Robert Mueller had the power to do one thing that, that that they don't, and that's force people to testify. Right. They don't have that kind of power. Mueller can 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 put you in jail. Yes. If you refuse to, if 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 you get summoned to testify in front of a committee, yeah, yeah, it's a, it could be a little maybe scary, not. a little daunting. Yeah, but, little, but you don't have to. But yeah, you just refuse. Hey, you don't have to. I mean, and and then what? And then we just waste more taxpayer money. So, mm. you know, the president's smart. He rides this off into the sunset and goes back to focusing on policy. Go back to focusing on the things that he still wants to accomplish in the next year and a half. Democrats are not going to change their focus. I mean, Spartacus had another moment today where he he turns around Senator Spartacus, otherwise known as Cory Booker, uh, completely and totally, again, throwing the words collusion out there. No collusion was discovered. So you, you, you... now you get to a point that the official investigation is over. Now you're making false accusations and defaming. 
Right. So you keep doing that, guess what's going to happen? The, the same guy, the same president who a couple weeks back, if you remember, was calling for the ability of public figures to be able to respond to media accusations that were untrue and based on lies, and having a Supreme Court justice who went through the same thing basically come out and back him up, now you're going to have lawmakers out there making false accusations based on no fact whatsoever and condemning the actions that didn't happen and saying they did? Where are you going to want? What, what road do you think you're going to wind up going down there? Not a pleasant one. Five four seven one six ten five zero nine five four seven one six ten to uh, join the bottom line here on News Radio six ten K O N A. You can email us too. Just go to the website six ten K O N A dot com. Go to the bottom line page and send us your question or your comment. And of course, on our Twitter page at Bottom Line six ten is today's poll question. Who will benefit the most from the release of the Mueller report? At Bottom Line 610, at 610KONA Radio on Twitter. And you can also shoot us a message via Twitter as well. Uh, so make sure you answer today's poll question. We'd love to hear your thoughts. 547-1610. Let's take our final time out. We come back. Um, you know, the governor who is on his campaign around the country... Asking for more money, by the way, for security force. May have done a turnabout on national TV. We'll tell you about it. Join the show. Call the LegendsCasino.com hotline, 509-547-1610. Back to the bottom line with Robin Ed. Presented by McCary Meats in Basin City on News Radio 610 KONA. Brought to you by the Kitchen Creators at Bunch Finnegan, making your dream kitchen come true. They're located at 9 East Columbia Drive in Kennewick. Welcome back to the bottom line. Final few minutes here on your Monday afternoon, 547-1610. You want to get involved in the program via email as well, 610k18.com. You can send us your thoughts that way, name where you're listening and what you would like to say. And on Twitter at bottom line 610, our poll question for today, who will benefit the most from the release of the Mueller report? And if you did miss anything from today's program, Bottom Line Now Podcasting. You can check us out at 610k1a.com. Check out the podcast on the Bottom Line Podcast page. So we know that there's been a bunk bed in Olympia for for a few years now. A bunk Uh, bed? A bunk bed, yes. Sleeping in one bunk is uh, Governor Jay Inslee, and sleeping in the other bunk is Boeing. (laughs) Okay. And and we know that because Boeing has been a, a big supporter of the governor. Boeing's union has been a big supporter of the governor. In fact, the the governor... Uh, shared his feelings about Boeing, gave a little reciprocity in 2013 when he signed the largest state tax break given to a corporation in U.S. history. Mm-hmm. That would have been to Boeing. That's right. Because they were, they were, you know, talking about leaving. They was already starting to move some things to, I think, North Carolina and wanted oh, they to... moved the plant to South Carolina. South Carolina, it was a union me. free shop. Yes, that's right, they South Carolina. Moved the world headquarters to Chicago. Yep. And they were talking about moving some more, so the governor gave him an eight point seven billion dollar break. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then, then to top it off, to protect that break, you may remember a few years back when the governor pulled out his pen and line item vetoed a B and O tax break for 
all manufacturers in the state that would put them at the same level as Boeing's break. That's right. The governor struck that baby through and said, no, no, no. No. Boeing is special. That's right. It came at the behest of 24 lawmakers that said, no, we can't do this. We can't do this to Boeing. And the governor said, you know what? To hell with the rest of the manufacturers in the state of Washington. Boeing has to keep their their protected B&O tax break. That's right. They got to be a notch above everyone else. Well, more than just the 737 MAX is being grounded at Boeing right now. (laughs) Because I imagine they're not real happy with the uh, governor's recent comments. On the Daily Show with Trevor Trevor Noah. Governor said, quote, he was not happy with the Boeing situation. And he compared it, of all things. He compared. You want to talk about unfit to lead? (laughs) He compared it to being robbed at gunpoint. Oh, so so the deal that he struck, didn't inherit it from any other past governor? Nope. The deal that he struck and he touted as a way to keep Boeing jobs in the state of Washington, rah, rah, sis, boom, bah, was something that was forced upon him at gunpoint. After he had a three-day special session to deal with it in the first place. That's right. Uh, you're right. That's true. Had a special session in That's the first right. place to deal with it. That's right. So all that, okay, this is what he said. Quote, if you've ever been mugged, you understand what it feels like. These corporations put a gun to your ribs and say you're going to lose 20,000 jobs unless you get them a tax break. You know, it it, it must be just heartbreaking to be a governor of a state of Washington yet still be a victim. I, I, I'm, just, I, I'm just sitting here and I'm thinking to myself, you said this on a national program. You, but that's the key. Nobody else outside of the state of Washington knows the truth. So they're going to eat that up. But at some point, at some point, if he stays in this race long enough, he is going to be asked questions about the goings-on in his state, you know, from the from the, the moratorium on the death penalty to the nonsense with Boeing to all kinds of things that, you know, are going on that we know about. He's going to be asked about it on the national stage. And you know what his response is going to be? Uh... Next question. This is the same guy who, as recently as a couple years ago, defended the deal, even though he criticized other states for providing corporate tax breaks, saying it was the right thing to do. Well, see, now he's running for president, and he's the underdog, and he's he's the climate change champion, so he is going to play the victim card on this. Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Hi, this is, this is Bill calling from Pasco. Hi, Bill. What's on your mind? We're out of Pasco. I was listening to you on this on this Trump deal, and I'm I'm really frustrated. This thing went on for over 600 days, and and the people in the Justice Department, and the people in the FBI, and the people that paid for this document 
that they were using to start this investigation, even though the investigation started back in May, you know, and nobody notified Donald Trump that there there might be somebody in his in his organization. I mean, there's got to be some kind of some kind of discipline for the people that started all this stuff and paid over, you know, was close to five million dollars for for the document itself, you know, to have it prepared. And that was Hillary and her bunch. And then we have all the folks in the Justice Department. There's five or six or seven of them, and maybe more, plus the people in the FBI, you know, and their and their upper echelons. You know, and they all went along with this, and, and half of them knew that it wasn't it, that, and nobody told the judge, or hopefully nobody told the judge. They may have, you know, but but hopefully nobody told the judge that it was it was prepared for Hillary Clinton, and she paid for it. Appreciate the call. Thank you so much. You know, we'll see what happens, Bill. We know that there have been some calls from those close to the president to investigate how the investigation began, and that may well be that may be something that winds up coming to pass. We'll we'll find out. We'll have to watch over the next few weeks. But well, you know, and another you know, again, this this idea that this whole thing was launched, uh, you know, because of this, you know, these documents, this, the steel dossier, the dossier. Yeah. Uh, Anybody who is indicted could potentially come back, I would think, at least on some level, and say, this is fruit of a poisonous tree. It's a, it's a term that legal minds use that say, you can't do anything about this because this was obtained illegally, right. you know, like a search warrant or something like that. But who knows? Maybe would, it'll come about that way. Would you like to hear uh, Senator... Mark Shessler's response to the governor's comments regarding Boeing. Oh, I'd love to. Quote, he made the deal and brought it to us for refinement. He gave glowing reviews to his deal. He took credit for it. And now as a presidential candidate, there's a different Jay Inslee than the one that made that deal. He went on to call the governor's comments revisionist history. Jay Inslee is literally using the words blackmail and extortion when talking about this deal now. That he was all happy about. Uh, maybe he thinks he's got bigger fish out there to donate to him than, than Boeing. Um, but even Reuben Carlisle came out and talked about Boeing's negotiation tactics was saying they were ruthless and nobody liked it and nobody felt good about the deal at all. So people on both sides didn't want to do this deal and give Boeing this tax break. Yep. Boeing has declined comments, by the way. Yeah, yeah, there's another there's another entity that should just let things go, like Trump in this yeah. whole thing, is Boeing should just not say a word and let Jay put his own foot in his mouth. Boeing uh, Boeing right now is calling their bank to get a stop payment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On the next check. <laughs> and they're they're calling the they're backing up the moving vans right now. Oh my goodness. That'll do it for today's bottom line. Thanks for joining us. If you missed any portion of today's show, you'll be able to catch it via podcast 610k1a.com bottom line page. Coming up next, the latest news Regionally, locally, statewide with the Afternoon Reports.